Hello, and welcome to the Swift Talk. I'm Kate, the Swifty. I'm not so swift Sam, the Sam. <laughs> Good morning, Kate. Sam, I am. I am Sam. <laughs> <laughs> I do not like green eggs and ham. Ham, ham, ham. I could do a little green ham. Green eggs, forget about it. You know what I like? Mayhem. Uh, we're jumping. We're jumping full yeah, in. Okay, just going right in. All right. What because is this? Is what happens to me now? Taylor doesn't give you any advance warning after the first one. She's just like, "Hmm, it's midnight. Let's do another song title release. Here it is. You can't sleep. You can't take a night off because you never know what Taylor's going to tell you." Is is Taylor essentially trying to like? The status quo, essentially, of like all across the world, is a person generally wakes up in the morning. They go to bed before midnight. They sleep from midnight until the morning. Is she just trying to reset the like natural clock inside of every person? She told us that we would have sleepless nights, and here we are. So she's just randomly telling you these things. Yeah, like one came up last night. So if you're listening to this, it will be Wednesday, mm-hmm. my birthday. Happy birthday, Kate! And um, I was. I'd watch the football game, which did not end the way I wanted it to end. It was very cranky. And I got home. I opened up my Instagram. And I'm like, oh, a Taylor. What has she got today? So we know three title tracks or three tracks on Midnight's now. Okay. Um, do you know what they are? Mastermind. Question dot 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 question mark. <laughs> question dot 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 question mark. And the real kicker here, vigilante shit. Interesting, interesting. Tea's getting spicy. This is about the time she was in Barcelona and somebody tried to pickpocket her and they she slapped him to the ground yelling porque because it was the only Spanish they could remember at the time. No, I think that was you. That was me. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yep. So we're going to. But good. That was a sleepless night for you. Vigilante shit. That is a, for whatever reason, it's ringing a lyrical bell in my mind. I can't even begin to imagine what this album is going to be. I cannot wait. I go back and forth and be like, maybe she'll give us a single. I kind of hope she does. I kind of hope she doesn't. So everything is just boom. Mm-hmm. But then again, I want to know. I'm so curious. But I, I mean, we're almost there. We're less than a month away. She's got you and the globe on the hook and she's slowly reeling it in and dropping a little bit of. Oh, yeah. The group chat's wild. Wild right now. We're exhausted. We're also old. I'm like, Taylor, your fan base is in, a, in our 30s. Like, I can't do this. I can't. She's trying to keep you young. I can't. She's trying to keep I'm you so young. I'm so tired. I'm I'm sleepy today. When I saw the vigilante shit one, um, I thought maybe that she had jumbled the letters of some someone. Yeah, there's, I mean, nobody's got, I haven't seen that yet on TikTok, but we do think she's playing a Morse code. Yeah, I think it was code for somebody. Uh, I was trying to look, I I don't know all the names of all of her past lovers uh, or people that she's been, you know, floundering around with. Um, But if you could like mix up one of their names, does it spell out something over here? Maybe. Well, so... There's a lot of speculation that she's going to collab with Lana Del Rey on this album, which is just like. Mm. Okay, yeah, Audible, please keep going. What's wrong with Lana Del Rey? I love Lana Del Rey. What is wrong? And you're both allowed to like her. That's fine. I, 
where okay what i've learned the past year taylor swift does have variety there are certain eras that all sound the same <laughs> lana del rey just every song sounds like that one song no okay i don't agree with that's them. you don't have to uh anyway since you just rained on that parade <laughs> no, keep going. so she might be working with lana del rey well because there's this instagram that was posted with taylor jack and lana and then you go back into a TikTok that she just posted with some behind the scenes midnight mm -hmm. where we found out jack was there and then she used a song that no one's ever heard and from an artist who no one's ever heard of called nice boy ed and it's called the life you lead and we're all like this guy doesn't exist like anywhere so either they got the master to a artist that's like please just like listen to my track i can't get any traction mate no but like or nowhere. they made something up right and it would not be the first time she's played with a pseudonym well, nice boy Ed could be sad girl Red. Yeah, could be. Well, so look at <laughs> So. Good morning, you, USA. Look at the, so you know on TikTok when you're watching them and they have like the captions come up, hers are very strangely punctuated. And when you make a TikTok and you put your captions on there, they don't usually put in punctuation. So she had to go in, edit it and put in punctuation. And we are all like, that's strange. And so some detective Swift talkers on TikTok went in and figured out what it would be if you did the Morse code for the, you know, periods, dashes, all of that, commas. And it says um, something to the effect of, it's me, I'm Ed, or UK Ed is me. Well, Ed U Sharon? UK Ed is Ed Sharon. Well, this is, and like, nice boy Ed is the song in the video. So we don't know. This could be Taylor that wrote it. She could be telling us. We don't know who Nice Boy Ed Maybe is. Maybe it's we a collaboration know. with Ed on, on the soundtrack, on the uh, album. Yeah, she's done a couple of those. So maybe, but I don't. Is like King Edward coming back to life? Nope. Who knows? We want to know what is happening with Nice Boy Ed. Great song though. Now the prevalent theory is that this is one of the bonus tracks. She gave it to us and we're all like, Interesting, interesting. And then she went through, and as people were using it in their TikToks, she was liking them immediately before watching it. Strange, because she doesn't do that. Yep. What a bunch of mayhem. A bunch of midnight mayhems with Taylor. It's well, like so fun, though, because it's like this old like 70s type of like talk show where she's sitting there, and she's like got her little bingo thing, and the you know balls come out with a different number. And she's like, track number seven, question. She says into a phone. Sometimes the phone's upside. It's very strange. It's full of things that we don't understand. She's playing with us. We get it. She's having the best time, living her best midnight life. She like the joy this woman is getting out of being like, oh, oh, you thought you knew. Here it is. But you didn't really know. You don't, you don't know. I mean, even Jason's in on the Easter eggs at this point. You know what? I don't follow her, and I don't know why she's popping up in my TikTok accounts, but I'll embrace it for another month. You TikTokers, you TikTokers, you keep on, you keep on talking, ticking and talking. So yeah, it's very exciting in Taylorland. I'm sure we'll get another. Like, she's, we're thinking, who knows, two a week, who knows, 
who knows what she's up to. I'm here for it. Just keep giving content. But can we do it at like 10 o'clock? No, I understand that your album is Midnight's, so fine. You, you want it. I'm so sleepy. You want it pre-nights. She's giving yeah. it to you Midnight's. She wants our Midnight's. Up to that vigilante shit. I know. It's a great title. I cannot wait. There's so many explicit songs on this album. Taylor's mad. Mad girl Taylor. <laughs> mad girl fall. We've passed sad girl fall. <laughs> we've, we've passed the autumn of our discontent and we're going into <laughs> the nuclear winter. Furious girl fall. <laughs> Furious girl fall. We've evolved. So what do we have on tap this week? Oh, well, <laughs> speaking of sad girl fall, we're in red, Taylor's version, <laughs> with the title track red. Like all over the place today. Um, yeah, we're doing the title track to Red, Taylor's version. So Red, Taylor's version, on Red, Taylor's version. So technically this is the re-red. Re-red, yeah, re-red record. Re-red record. Re-red re-record. Yeah. I'm, all right, I'm down to clown with some Red. So title track, is this track one? What was track, track two. Was, track two. All right, yeah. Okay. We're going to hit pause. You hit pause. You check out the Taylor's version of Red on the album, Red. And we'll be right back. Well, Sam. Well, Kate. Oh, boy. This is the Red re-recording, the re-Red re-recording. This is definitely a song that is on Red. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Much like the the bass line of the song, it slaps. Yeah. I dig the, uh, I don't know if that's electric slide, electric dobro, if they're playing the banjo, but using like the electric. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like there are some people that are playing an acoustic instrument, but they have a, it's, it connects to the amplifier and it makes it sound like there's a distortion or a slide to it. Like it's an electric pick for lack of a better word. Like it's a sound pick, but the going into the chorus, like they're plucking the banjo and then like. You can hear it underlining, like above the organ and below her vocals. There's like this certain metallic sound that I'm just like in it. Like it's it it hooked me. I dug it. I would have to listen to it again to try to pinpoint that. But we uh, can do that. Nope. We can do that. No, only once. We can only do it once. Oh, I mean, I feel like other people might want to listen to it again. And you, if you we'll feel free pause, to pause right pause. now, you hit pause. We're going to keep going. <laughs> if you hit play and we're further beyond, <laughs> you've, you've gone too far. I, I didn't hear it, unfortunately. Okay. There, there, yeah, I instrumentally, I was in it. For me, if there is a good composition song and a bad lyric song, I can easily tune out the lyrics. Uh, but thankfully, this has good lyrics and good composition. The just the sound was nice. I, I don't. I can't compare it personally and verbatim to the post, uh, the pre-recording, uh-huh. the pre-re-recording. Yeah. Uh, but this Taylor's version, you know, it slaps. It's it, it. I dug the organ. I dug the bass line. The little drum breakdown. The slight change, I'm going to guess, just looking off of the lyrics I have in front of me versus the lyrics that were probably in the first one. The lyrics didn't change. Lyrics don't oh, change. So I'm just looking at an accurate version then. Well. <laughs> uh, there was that. I it, it was uh, it's a pretty uh, pretty. Uh, this song is like driving a Maserati down a one way street. 
it's it's going. It's not a dead end. It's not a car crash at the end. It was good. It was good. This I is a speed running song. Yeah. This is definitely the hey everybody. I'm known for country, but I can do other things. Song. This is better than her trying to be Avril Lavigne in that like post rock proto punk. Like we've listened to a song before. We're like, yeah, this is kind of cool. We were really talking about like better than revenge. Yeah. This is uh, this is what it like. Mm. I I'm confused. We like it. We don't like. We like the music. We don't like the words. Oh, I don't. We do not hate this song. We do not hate. Okay. What a gift. What a birthday gift for me. If I go deeper into my own opinion, then you are going to get angry at me. <laughs> won't be the first. Won't be the last. But I'm kind of willing to start that fight. But I want to like. I want to get your. Let's get some. Let's, let's get, get some into beats. it first. Yeah. yeah. Jason, yes. what do you think? I liked the music. I thought the drums sounded really nice on this album. Mm-hmm. Or this song. It sounded wide and big. Yes. And um, I, I don't really have a I like or dislike regarding the lyrics of the song. Um, they work. They, you know, they rhyme. They've got a scheme to them. You know, it's, it I don't feel, hate it. The song, and I think it's the music too. It feels like the song is spinning out of control through the whole thing. You're kind of like, she doesn't ebb and flow like she does with others. It's just full on like chaos. Yeah, the syncopation to her singing is different than the most of her songs. Yeah, it's chaotic. That's not a bad thing. No, it's chaotic. It's heady. You're kind of like, oh, you're in it. Like mm-hmm. all of a sudden, you're kind of bopping along, and oh, it's Taylor wordy. It's, it is Taylor wordy. It's it's descriptive in the sense of it's like listening to me try to explain something that you did not ask about. <laughs> in that, if that makes yes, sense yes i mean for me i don't know if our listeners yeah. oh, they, but it's I, episode 59 i think you've, you've heard this or 58 you're like oh god yeah i know what sam's talking about oh here we go why didn't jason edit that one out i get it <laughs> and i get your idea of like it's a spiral yeah. it's it is a you know you're either you're either cranking the jack in the box waiting for it to pop mm-hmm. or you are in you know, kindergarten, first grade, and you're spinning the two bottles together with the food color, making the tornado, and you're going to flip it, and it's going to start circling down again. Yeah. I like that feeling. For me, this is like the fair ride, um, the Gravitron, where it spins really fast, and you get stuck to oh, the yeah, wall. Yeah. They called it the Turkish twist at Canopy Lake. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, that one. That's what the song feels like to me. Like, all of a sudden, like, you're stuck, and you're mm-hmm. like, oh, God. And then you're thrown off. Yeah. Which, like, if you think about it, is brilliant because I know you have, I have been in that relationship where it's like so heady and you're like, all of these big emotions and all of these big feelings and it's, you know, blue and it's red and it's just wild and I can't, it's it's literally like, I know I'm going to crash this car. I'm going to crash this very expensive, very fancy car and there is not a damn thing I can do about it. Mm-hmm. And I'm okay with it i think every second is a lifetime mm-hmm. and every yesterday happened so quick i know and i think that's why the lyrics are nice but it doesn't really matter but, it's yeah. the sound well, it's but, the feeling like, you got to dig into the lyrics too because those are a bit of a gut punch it's love loving him was blue like i've never known missing him was dark gray all alone forgetting him was like trying to know someone you never met but loving him was red. And red is like fire and it's stop and it's danger. 
and you're like, but gray is like sad, and then you're like your pajamas in the rain. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's your just, blue. Yeah, yeah, blue. Your dark gray is kind of dead. Yeah. And t- I mean, this girl loves the colors. Like, she loves the colors. She actually referenced this song in Daylight off Lover, which was her pre-COVID 2019 album. Mm-hmm. And in the end of Daylight, which we've done Daylight, you guys did not love. It was, um, I used to think love was golden. I'm sorry. I used to think love was burning red, but now it's golden, like mm-hmm. Daylight. And so it's fun to see her like years later, like 2012 to 2019, be like, so when I was young and dumb and in these relationships where I thought it had to be angsty and hard and I thought I had to like, be in the midst of everything all at once. Turns out I don't, and it doesn't have to be hard. And love is supposed to be lovely, like the first rays of sun. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, look at the growth, Taylor. You're so, both looking at me like I'm crazy. No, 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 no. Actually, what I was just dreaming about in my head was <laughs> Kate writing a book about all her Kateisms, all her uh, Taylorisms, you know, <laughs> that she comes up with in her head, which would be really fantastic to, to read. Kate Kate <laughs> I'm sorry. Book one. Well, it's funny you bring up author. The other thing I, ha- I was dreaming about when you said Jack in the Box, I thought Jack Antonoff in a box. Like her, <laughs> her, her, her cranking it and then he popping Pops out. out. I yeah. love it. So I was just like, Surprise! This is what I'm dreaming about when I'm listening to you guys banter. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry, folks. Well, speaking of authors, there's a lot of chatter that Taylor might be writing a book. I haven't heard it. That's cool. Cool. You haven't heard the Taylor conspiracy chatter? Weird. Huh. Can't imagine how you missed that. Mm. Teach me your ways of Dr. Taylor Allison swiftly. This is what we do every Monday. All right. So... Last time, last time on the Swift Talk, we were talking about how she's probably pivoting into making movies. Yeah. And now we're discussing how she's probably also writing books, literature. So this is where I'm going to lose you. <laughs> and I know. So I'm going to get this over with. And my listeners will be like, yep, saw that TikTok. And yep. But you two, not going to buy in. But everything for Midnight has been in threes. The imagery, the the releases of the different album colors. We've had a lot of threes. And then with the All Too Well 10 video, with the her being an author and writing her Lutley, her breakup to Gyllenhaal, all of this, um, you know, there was a lot of chatter around that time that she could be writing a book. She could be writing a screenplay. So we're thinking book, movie, and then, you know, the album. You were thinking after Midnight, there's going to be a book. Yep. And then a movie. Yep. And, and then the soundtrack. Then an album. Yeah. Okay. Trifecta. All right. I don't know if you want to hear my rebuttal. No. Okay. Okay. I just don't want to keep you up at night. It won't. Okay. There's so many other Taylor things. So many other Taylor things. Uh, well, well, she keeps me up at night because you never know if there's going to be a midnight's, a midnight mayhem with Taylor. Granted, you never know. Granted, I'm not going to argue that there's she's no writing. Schedule. There's no well, schedule. Well, she, write, yeah, she writes I her mean, own songs. There is a schedule. She's made her own algorithm to keep you guys chomping at the bit. Yep. 
Oh, Kate. Sweet, sweet Kate. Anyway, so moving on. We think the song is written about Jake Gyllenhaal. This song here, yes, Red. Yes, because the album is mostly her breakup mm. album with mm. Jake. And she wrote it on a red-eye flight back to Nashville, which I always kind of laugh. Because then she named it Red. And then mm. after she loved the song, she wrote the song on the plane, went into the studio, recorded the next morning, and said, I think Red should be the name of the album, too. Love it. The girl understands the color red. She does. The red eye. Red scarf. Mm-hmm. Red lipstick. Red albums. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So this is um, fourth album. Fifth yeah, album? fourth album. Fourth album. Okay, so this is still Big Machine. Yes. When, when originally, Big Machine goes up until Lover. Mm-hmm. So anything. So how were they feeling when it came to like she she she's flying out of California, heart kind of breaking. She's fired up. She's furious. She's feeling all the colors. She's feeling dark gray and blue and red at the same time. How are they feeling about her coming in being like, got a new kind of idea for the sound pivot? I think at this point when you have four albums, she's moved around in genres a little bit. She's been like inching towards pop. They knew it was coming. Being able to break into the pop music brings in a bigger audience. Like, mm-hmm. So kind of like this was a soft launch to right. get to 1989. I think their battles with Taylor were more like, no, you can't put a 10 minute song on your album. No, you can't put 30 songs on your album. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> like, I think they were like, you need to be a little bit more in line. Do whatever you want genre-wise, but no 10-minute songs. No this, no that. Mm-hmm. I think she's like, all right, fine. I think if they had let her have her buy her master's back, she probably would have stayed with Big Machine. But probably. where they were like, well, you can do it one for one, so we'll give you debut when you give us, I mean, I guess it would have been Evermore. And you give a, she didn't have the control that I think she has now in her career where her record label's like, oh, you wrote an album, produced an album, and are ready to drop it on Thursday night at midnight, and it's Monday. Sounds great, Taylor. What do you need? What do you want from us? What can we do? Mm-hmm. I mean, if you think about it, the record company is making out. <laughs> oh, totally, totally. I mean, it's, it's the same way ta- that- Did McD- we talk about the clock yet? The clock on the back of the four albums? Yeah, did we talk about that last week? I can't remember. We talked about how if you take the four albums and put them together, it makes a clock. And it's a clock. She's a clock. And, now, and now she's selling the clock piece on her website. It's too. sold out. You can't buy it. Okay. I need this a is, clock piece. Did well, you buy four albums? Not yet. because I. You can still buy the albums, but you can't buy the clock piece. I need that clock piece. And then I need a drill to put it up. Um. At what point does this become like a money cash grab? Uh, I think this is absolutely because her record sales, her physical record sales record got beat. And she's like, fine. My fans love me. They'll buy whatever. I don't care. I'll buy it. I like the clock. I buy her merch all the time. Who beat her physical? I think it was Harry Styles. What, physical vinyl album sales? Mm Mm-hmm. I think it was Harry Styles. So, d- so instead, let's let's make my make my uh, followers buy four albums and a al- and, and a, it's a clock. I, I understand. It's a clock. I understand it, but I love and the clock is significant because in the man music video, you have male Taylor standing in front of what looks like a clock with her album re releases, and it all makes sense now. I Our th- clock theory yeah. was right. Okay, I think this it's a clock, and it makes sense because she has 
you all wound up so tight. Sure. And Marketing genius. Th- this is sure. The- I think this is a cash grab in some sense, and I think this is some vigilante shit, but you can sure. replace the sound of that if you want to. <laughs> this is the same way that McDonald's isn't in the burger business, it's in the real estate business, because McDonald's essentially bought tons of land to be able to franchise and make these things, and they can slowly sell it off and own all this property. It's it's a it's a hat and a hat when it comes to making money, because yeah. it... It adds nothing to the quality of the record. It's just getting more money, getting people to buy more physical copies of it for the same album. There's not going to be any difference of sound on any of these albums. There's not going to be different songs on any of these albums. There might be different liner notes. And the back cover designs will be different. That's it. And it makes a clock. That's not the same. It's a clock. And now I have a Taylor Swift clock. I would have bought the clock. Remember how mad I was? I missed I, out on the pool float. And I, I don't have a float. Sh- I think what she should have done is just listed for sale on her website the clock, including the four albums, as one thing instead of you making people go out and pre-order the albums, then say, "Oh, guess what? Here's a clock thing, and now I'm going to have you buy this other thing." And- I don't know. I don't want to. I'm fine with all of it. I, I don't want to wind you up any more than you already are. This morning. I am furious. Okay. <laughs> Why? This is you don't some... have to buy anything. I She's won't. not. No one's putting a gun to your head saying buy the and buy I'm the not records. Going to. Well, then I don't understand why you're furious because I'm a passenger in this Maserati going to a dead end, and I'm saying, Kate, we need to jump out of the car. But I get a clock. And you're going to die. You are buying a Taylor Swift line coffin. Oh, this is... How is this any different than me buying a sweatsuit in red and a sweatsuit in purple? (laughs) Okay, we... How is this like... I mean... Remember when we all first got together and you both looked at me like I was a crazy person because it was like... Kind of like I'm looking at you right now. Three pairs of shoes is too many. And we have you Oh, yeah, saying, when you were telling me about the Rothies and I need to stop buying sunglasses. Yes, you and know Jason I buy says, in multiples. Well, I, have, I have three to four of the same pair, and I the ones that I wear the most are going to be like the household one, the lawn work one, the these ones, and the those ones. And I'm like, okay, we're all people of difference. Awesome. And we're all like, you're kind of crazy. You're kind of crazy. This all thing can work. I'm telling you right now, this is some Disney World freaking bullshit right here. This is some vigilante bullshit. And it's just cash money grabbing because she has you wound up like a clock. And you want to know what time it is? It's Taylor's pockets getting line time. Sure. You are funding a personal conglomerate of bull because it's petty. Because she wants to beat Harry Styles for selling more physical albums? Yeah. Ah, oh, come on, man. Oh. Happy to. Good. Happy to. Bye now. There could be. She could put a disclaimer on her website saying, "If you by purchasing the clock and four albums, this will help me purchase uh, that record company that still owns all my masters." Yeah. Or, hey, guess what? Sure, I'm I'm maybe. selling four four albums. Uh, every uh. 25% of every album sold because you're buying four copies of them is going to go towards something. We're helping people. We're doing this. Well, I don't understand why you're so wound up. I am not wound tight. You are wound tight. I know. Tighter I'm wound clock. tight are... about the morality. You are oh wound up waiting for it to happen. When are we having our listening party at Mona? Well, maybe you don't need to come. <laughs> 
I'll be up. It'll be after midnight. I'll be up. <laughs> you go walking after midnight. I do. On some vigilante shit. <laughs> right now. You gotta stop saying. Okay. This okay, episode's gonna, to, gonna be PG-13. Yeah, I'm gonna have to put an E next to it if you keep it up. I might, I might have to put a disclaimer at the beginning of this episode. Yeah, you're getting a little... We're on some vigilante swift. So this is go. some bull swift right now. There you go. I think that this song sounds so much better than all 210. <laughs> oh, so a friend of mine, I don't see her often, we catch up every so often, has just discovered the podcast. And she's in the first version of All Too Well, so keep listening um but she's like i can't believe that you are continuing this podcast with the way he feels about all too well <laughs> and I, was like, I know i tell him every swifty loves all too well doesn't care they don't believe me they don't believe me they haven't focus grouped themselves yet but all the swifties will tell you the best song is all too ten and here at the Swift Talk, we are not here to sell you something that you do not need. Nor I mean, we could. To we just don't get our act together to do merch yet. We could. I mean, I'm rocking a Taylor Swift tote or a Swift Talk tote bag. And and my bequeathed moniker is and still always will be not so swift. Yeah, I mean, you know what? Capitalism is really popping off right now. <laughs> oh God! Popping off, and I'm fine with it. You don't have to be fine with it. You and your little socialist heart can go do whatever it is you do that brings you joy. But for me and my Swifties, leave us alone about our clock. I think it's sweet that you think I can do things that will give me joy. I really do. Yikes. <sighs> well, the clock brings me joy, so back off, Buttercup. <laughs> Any last words about this current song we're talking about, folks? <laughs> Take a hard turn down the dead end street. Um, I love rap. I this is a fun one for me. I think it's always like, especially when life feels a little chaotic, to put it in and be like, "It's okay. You can be blue. You can be gray. You can be red. You can be whatever you want." Yeah, reread's green for me. It's a go. It's a yeah. go. You'll you'll take off that dead end. <laughs> no, I think it's great. I think it's. It really fits in the album. It's a great like song number two because you're kind of like, okay, we're in it. This relationship is starting to get real bad <laughs> and real good all at the same time. What song came before this? What was track one? Track one is I should know this off the top of my head. It's and I right. am... Who is she dating on this one? Oh, this is all. This album is the Jillian Hall takedown. This is um the first one is State of Grace. The Scarf Thief. State of Grace, sound-wise, is it, like, soft or is it... Yeah. Mm, okay. And the, is State of Grace also kind of, like, a come-down off of relationship song? Yeah. Uh, okay. This whole album okay. is a breakup. No, no, no. Like, I, yeah. I, I'm just trying to be, like, because the pivot, it's, like, you're starting off and, like, this is the introduction. This is kind of what I'm feeling. And you're getting idea of an emotion. And then it's red! It is it is yeah. room. She's in a Maserati. Yeah, let's crash We're into going. a cul-de-sac, baby. Yeah. All right. Well, on that note, now that Sam is wound tight like a clock, a ticking time bomb, one might say, we're going to roll the dice and see what song we cannot talk about next week. <laughs> Come on, we talked about the song. I'm just saying. The... All right. I am rolling the Petruziello Immemorium dice. <laughs> She's alive and well. Five. Oh, five. Album number five. Do you know which album that is? Uh, if four is red. Five is? 
1989? Yeah. Okay. Hey. Look at you. I was waiting for applause. Come on. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Let me get this track listing. All right. Each week we thank and think about Jill as we roll our dice, <laughs> picking albums and songs. She's alive and well. Alive and well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Rest in Fletch. Jeez. Roll. <laughs> <laughs> Track number seven. Oh. I, for a minute, was like, not shake it off. <laughs> oh my God, but it, shake it you off. missed it by one. It's I Wish You Would. I Wish You Would. Let us listen to Shake It Off again. I know. I can't wait for the 10 minute version. I can. Off air, I'm going to tell you a association I have with this song, but I, I feel it's uh, we're we're kind of cutting down time. All right. Well, so if you haven't already and you just fell into this podcast, welcome, and I am so sorry. <laughs> but if you haven't yet, make sure you like, rate, review, subscribe, follow, engage, send me messages about how Sam is wrong because I enjoy those the most. Send us money you would have used to buy four of the albums. Buy the albums. Make the clock. <laughs> I want a clock. As always, I am not so swift. I am right. (laughs) We'll be back next week with uh, 1989 and I wish you would.